Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. <laughs> I am your host, Easton Moore, and with me is my practical co-host, Trevor. I waited until you said my name this time because the past two times I've been like, "What's You've just up? gone and for it?" You, yeah, uh, yeah, but I waited this time. Thank you. I'm patient. A little bit of patience, yes. You're welcome. I was about to say thank you for the patience, and you beat me to it. I had a teacher that once said, "Patience is the first shoe," and I live by that statement. Great. Well, there you go. There's the <laughs> there's the El Dorado teaching coming into oh, no. um, even more podunk Leon? than that. <laughs> Leon, Leon yeah. sir. Blue oh, stem. yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, and then that other voice you are hearing is the all time guest. And what an angelic Tristan. voice it is. Aloha. Sorry. Aloha. Oh, you gotta say that voice the whole time. No, thank you. Yeah, you're right. We need to keep people semi-awake. <laughs> we're trying to stay awake ourselves. Welcome to the ASMR version of Couch no. Critics. No, 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 no. We're not going down this lane. <laughs> Although maybe it would be more profitable. Who knows? Maybe. ASMR movie, movie reviews. Movie reviews in <laughs> ASMR format. That might be such a niche uh, right. market that we we're Listen, the only, we only ones doing it but they're dedicated <laughs> uh, well, and on that note you can join us on our patreon is it a patreon no. or is it, what? is it an only fans or is it a patreon oh you pick you tell us <laughs> uh well anyways our uh movie of the week is free guy the ryan reynolds video game movie um van city reynolds if you follow him on tiktok what oh yeah that's yeah. his handle van yeah, i think it's on twitter too van city yeah. reynolds um so yeah ryan reynolds first movie well never mind he literally just did the hitman's bodyguard oh, yeah. wife we just didn't see it yeah oh he's in that movie <laughs> yeah. he's the hitman body's guard's wife he is not the words um <laughs> he's one of the i think he's the hitman uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I watched Hitman's Bodyguard, but that was like two and a half years ago. It was very. Uh... Oh, he's the Hitman's Bodyguard? No, he's the wife. No. <laughs> the whole premise of the movie is there's a Hitman and there's a bodyguard and they team up together to like help. Um... And like it's weird because one's a Hitman, the other one's a bodyguard. And the Hitman usually is like trying to kill the bodyguard to get to the person. The bodyguard is usually trying uh... to. If, the listen, if the Hitman is trying to kill the bodyguard and not the target, you need to hire a new Hitman. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm just telling you what the premise is. And so <laughs> I remember watching it. It was nothing spectacular. But, anyways, Ryan Reynolds, like, I guess his biggest movie. In a while, because he's yeah. promoted this one quite a bit on Instagram yeah. and Twitter and stuff. Anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, the whole entire premise of this movie is uh, there's this virtual world and uh, this virtual world and Ryan Reynolds is a NPC, which basically means he is not a real person. He is a character created in the game that is meant to do a specific thing. And I know why. I know how NPCs work. Or well, why, I know why you are you looking do, at me? But not all of our listeners. Oh, right. Yeah, I am talking. Sometimes I forget it's not just us. Yeah, 
I'm talking to our listeners as well. Sup, homies? Yeah. <laughs> so, homies, if you don't know what an NPC <laughs> is, is a character created in the game that is not a real person, but is created in the game to do a specific thing. Stands for non-player character. Yes. And uh, Ryan Reynolds is playing as this NPC, and out of nowhere, he gets this uh, spark to do something different than what he is created to do. Uh, and he gains life, basically. Uh, he becomes not a Not the AI. movie life, not yeah. aliens. The, no. He just gains it. He gains uh, AI, intel- uh, artificial intelligence, uh, and is basically about him trying to survive the creator, quote-unquote creator of the game. Um, <laughs> the creator of the game, Taika Waititi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again. Again, yeah, right. Again. We're just like, we just can't around. get away from him. So it's basically That's just... That's fine. I like him. He, he's um, just sneaking it. Do you think that yeah. he just like randomly shows up on movie sets and they're like, oh yeah, we got a role for you. Come on come on in. I think he's just the popular guy at the moment. Probably. And yeah, like, I think so. I don't think it I, seems like he's a fun guy to work with. No, I think that's I think that's a lot to do with it. He's comical, but he's also like just good. Yeah. So like, it's like, oh, we just need a guy to fill in here who's like charismatic yeah and yeah. so boom that's a good word he filled out him. his stats in that department yeah good gracious <laughs> yeah um anyway so it's basically just about this npc who's like gaining sentience um and how you go about that and about a character who's trying to def- like get rid of it because uh it proves that maybe he wasn't the creator so uh without spoiling too much that's kind of the premise it's basically 80% inside the video game uh, and there's 20% in the real life. So that's yeah. about right. Uh, yeah. It's pretty obvious and when you're in the real life, when you're in the fake world. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so it's pretty easy to follow for the most part. Um, it's pretty action based um, because you are in a GTA style, Grand Theft Auto style right. video game uh, with a little bit less language and stuff than what would be in GTA but like it's still there, but like GTA is like, yeah, pretty every heavy other on word. the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit. I'm not gonna say kid friendly, but it's more like teenish friendly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's kind of the premise. Yeah. Uh, went on for that for a little bit. You might it's say kind of, it's kind of a difficult <laughs> thing to maneuver around, but yeah, I think they do a good job though. You might say that Ryan Reynolds gains artificial intelligence, but Ryan Reynolds also gains gains in this. um so yeah let's just go into general thoughts of the movie did you guys like it dislike it uh and then kind of like what made you go in that direction of liking or disliking the movie i really enjoyed this i liked it a lot uh i liked it because the the take so i remember you guys weren't on it but for space jam we talked about there's a moment in it where they're talking about artificial intelligence and uh the word the two words that they use are not even like real computer terms uh and it feels weird but in this all of the lingo all of the the slang that's used as far as like like twitch is used um streaming things like that all that is thrown around without explanation which is good because this is we're living in a time where that stuff is all just understood now at the moment so it was good. Sure. But yeah, I thought I, I, there are a couple of things I didn't like, but I don't want to, uh, we'll kind of get into those as we go. But overall, I really enjoyed this. Okay, sweet. 
I would say I enjoyed it a fair amount. It wasn't like super. I I didn't love it, but I don't hate it by any means. It's just it's just a movie. I don't have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Well, Hot I'm takes not, from Tristan. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. say I don't have a lot to say about it, but I, I agree in that uh, this was fun. I think it's enjoyable, but I don't. I could not. I don't think I could go as far as saying it's a good movie. I think it's fun and really? I like it, but like there's so much just like I don't know corniness and cheesiness and just like stereotypical movie stuff that happens and. Like they just place so much into Ryan Reynolds and assuming that like he like his uh star power. Yeah, yeah. is gonna be able to carry the movie along. Um and like at times it does, but that just leaves so much like the writers didn't do like it feels like the writers didn't really like do much like it was all Ryan Reynolds and not like some of the stuff that Ryan Reynolds was did was good but like the overall writing of it was pretty poor and I, even to the point of like uh taika taika watiti i don't even think his character was that good and i think that's the first movie in a while that i've thought he wasn't like he like he has good potential and like because i think he's a good actor and director and i don't think they used him in the right way even. Yeah, I think they misused him, and I think that was even said. I don't know. There's there's a lot of uh, opinions, I guess, on I, this movie. And yeah, right here, I disagree with literally all of that. <laughs> but sure, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Well, we met earlier for late dinner. Yeah, if you want to call oh, it that. Very late dinner. Yeah, and I remember you saying. I remember exactly what you said, but I didn't realize it was that in depth. Yeah, I. I'm just the opposite. I'm on the opposite spectrum there. Do you okay. care to elaborate on that? No. Well, I mean, just basically the opposite. I thought Taco Watiti was great. I thought he. I thought the dialogue was really well done. I'm not all saying of this. that he didn't do a good job. I think that they just misused. I don't know. I feel like they just misused him because. I don't. I don't know. I feel like. I, feel I like, think that that was a weird character for him to play. Yeah. I feel like he has a lot more depth mm. as an actor and they used him as a very shallow CEO character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think that's the best way to use him. I feel like you could have picked a, I'm sorry to any actor that plays this character, but more of a no name <laughs> character to be the shoe in. Yeah. Uh, soulless CEO. And I think he was funny on screen, but I'm like, I just feel like he has so much more to bring than yeah. this soulless CEO that has comedic lines. And so, like, I just felt like that didn't really fit him well. I feel like he just has more depth because the movies sure. that I've seen him in are uh, really deep movies. <laughs> well, except for Suicide Squad. <laughs> but he yeah. played like well, a deep character. Yeah. But he played a very deep character in that. Yeah. And then uh, I've also seen him in... Uh, what we do in the shadows, mm-hmm. um, and then he's in Ragnarok. Ragnarok. He's Kor- and wait, he's Korg, it? the rock person. Okay. Oh, he is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't even put those two <laughs> two and two together. And then Jojo Rabbit, which is like 
it's a comedic character and like a like awful character, but like he brings depth to the scenes and him being that awful character. So maybe we're thinking about this in different ways. I'm thinking of this as I'm seeing Taika Waititi on screen, but he's doing such a good job portraying this CEO character. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think of him as Taika Waititi. I, I don't think back to, oh, yeah, he played this person, this person, this person. I'm just like, oh, right now he is that character. Yeah. And I and I think of it, at, I, I do see that, but I also see, uh, like, you're using a big actor slash director in such a dumbed down role mm-hmm. that, like, why are you using him for this? And I think that's where... I saw a lot of like, that's where a lot of the quarrels with that character came from. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying he did a bad job. He did what he needed to do for that role, but like, it didn't really bring much to the movie. Like him being that didn't bring much to it. Like, as opposed to having someone else play it. Yeah. I mean, I think so, but I mean, that's totally up to opinion. And then like, I, and that's definitely not saying he did a bad job. That's right. not what I'm saying right. at all. No, I got you. I, I got you. I don't think I've seen a movie that he's done that he did a bad job. It just felt weird that that was the role that they picked for him to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think I was going to be talking so much about. That's okay. <laughs> Tim. Yeah, yeah. When I when I was watching this movie, that's not what I thought a focal. Point I of it was liked that that guy from Stranger Things was in it. Yeah, he was really. Yeah. I think he did a good job. Yeah. I liked him. I um I yeah, I like I liked him as well. There was I was gonna say something, but it's a spoiler. I have to say it until the end. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I liked him and uh I don't know if I'm real to find the his girl. name in time. Oh, well, oh yeah, the, the girl the friend, was fine, but the uh the, the other, other IT tech. Yeah. I thought the other tech See You didn't like him as much? I don't know. I think he I'll was the weakest out it. of all the actors. I think that he there were just like some inconsistencies. Inconsistencies? I know what you mean. Yeah. I Is that how you say that word? Inconsistencies, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, weird. you got it. But what I liked about him is that I felt like he fit the role well. Yeah. It, as like a awkward When they were like bantering back and forth at the beginning, I liked yeah. I thought they did like good together. Yeah, and I just felt like he fit like a, I'm in a workplace, mm-hmm. but like, like he looked like he fit well in the workplace, but also like his inconsistencies. <laughs> Sorry, so real yeah. quick, his his name is Utkarsh and Budkar, I think that's how you say it. And then Taika Waititi, his name is Antoine, right? And they spell it in yeah. the movie yeah. A N T W A N, but on letterbox it's A N T O I N E. So I wonder if what that I didn't see it in the credits, but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, I felt like he fit the role very well and he played it very well. Um, I don't know. I I liked it. I I felt like it made sense of his character changing Mm -hmm. or like how he changed as a character because like he's just like he's smart but he's also just trying to keep his job and he's trying to be a boss. Right. I, yeah. And I think I got that, but it's, I, there were some points when it really felt like the motive, like where were, where were his motivations at? Like, 
obviously his buddies upset about something or something like that. And then he almost seemed just like he was reflecting Antoine, like just that soulless kind of CEO thing. But it seemed to kind of come out of left field. Like his yeah. motivation just kind of went away. Yeah. And then it kind of came back toward the end. But there was just a, a moment there where I was kind of like, I'm not buying this totally. But like I said, that that's, yeah. I mean. I, I get that. Yeah. Because I kind of felt it. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like as the movie was progressing as and as uh, stuff was happening, I'm trying to not say too much. Sure. I <laughs> felt like at some point there had to be a breaking point for the employees uh-huh. that the owner and the employees, that breaking point's going to be different. Yeah. Because the owner is legitimately soulless, and these employees are just trying to stay employed. Yeah. It's not about the soullessness of it. It's about the staying employed. And eventually, there is a breaking point there. And I like that we get to see... I mean, the only ones I guess we really see are him and then the 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 creator, or the designer people. Yeah. And I like that we got to see both of those points. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And uh, security. Security. Uh, buddy. That's his name. Yeah. Oh, insecurity. No, I mean, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know yes, that saying. scene. Yes, yeah. I remember now. But I'm saying like, as it was happening, like I, it didn't feel out of left field because I felt like it had to have been coming because like mm-hmm. it just kept on getting darker and darker. And I'm like, there has to be a breaking point. And so yeah. when it did finally break, I feel like I'm spoiling a little bit here, but I don't think, I mean, I mean, yeah. He's a soulless. He's the bad guy in the movie. Yeah, and his employee. I'm I mean, saying, that's, that's a fairly stereotypical. Yeah, line. and so yeah. I'm, like I am spoiling a little bit, but it's nothing like specific. Yeah, but like I felt that coming from a long time, and so it didn't feel like a huge break. Yeah, break for me. That makes sense. Um. Anyways, going back to like general stuff, mm-hmm. I. Uh, on one hand, I really liked the video game stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the video game felt really cool and, like, how they integrated the NPC part of it I thought was really fun. It was a little bit the Lego movie. Yeah. And a little uh, bit Ready Player One. This yeah. well, was gonna, this movie is, like, Grandma's Boy, The Matrix, and Ready Player One <laughs> yeah. all together. I yeah. got Lego movie vibes. I got From, Lego movies. At, so, when we saw the previews of this for the first time in the yeah. theaters... I thought it was like a live action Lego movie. Uh, for, <laughs> I seriously did because totally he wakes feel, up. It, yeah. Ryan Reynolds looks more like that Chris Pratt's Lego character than Chris Pratt does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so a little bit of that. Um, you totally threw me off. So now I'm trying to remember what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, if you want to think on that, I was going to say that the soundtrack and the, and the, score in this i thought was really good the soundtrack i felt was really yeah. good and I, I thought all and i like the mariah carey song keeps coming back yeah and the choice was really good the 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 it's sweet fantasy is that was called sweet fantasy i think is the name of that track anyway it was it was a good choice and i think all the musical directions they took were like purposeful and made a lot of sense i, I do agree with that so what i what i was trying to say what took me a second to get back to after we derailed tiny bit was that i got the lego movie ready player one vibe but i feel like they did not get like real video game people in to like talk about how that works i was gonna oh okay i get what you're saying because ready player one felt super realistic on like how people would like be able to play a game that puts you in the game Mm. and this is so bad when it comes to that 
like the real life people getting into the game and playing this game gotcha felt yes. so so unrealistic like as a video game player just felt like this is so bad and ready player one it was the exact opposite right with all the suits and the and the track and the control and all that was like if you're getting a person to be inside of a video game and like be able to move the way that a human does, you have to have all this stuff to make that work. Right. And in this game, they're on laptops with a headset mm-hmm. and you cannot in any way make this free form video <laughs> game with that much movement and that's that much that like needs an entire basement of servers to well, that that's run. not even unrealistic. Oh, like, okay, really? Oh, yeah. Video games use a, a huge amount of servers just to keep the database and keep the players inside. I was ex- of it. See, I was excited. I knew you'd have insight on this. I'm yeah, excited. I'm excited. To it was this. it was more like so. I have a laptop right in front of me, and it's saying that if I have a laptop with keys, I can freely form move a whole entire right. person in any way that I want, and just move my hand and like anything. Right. Ready Player One does a great job, and I'm maybe I'm thinking too much Ready Player One because I just watched this with some friends and they all loved it, and like <laughs> so I have that in my mind. But yeah, that yeah. did that did such a good job of showing like what it would need to have like a right. human being in the mind of a a like a character yeah. in a video game, like fully putting your mind in there. Yeah, and it this movie like is trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's saying that you do that with a headset, mic, and a keyboard, and that's just <laughs> so far off. And also, like the the hard, like anytime I saw that, it was just yeah. So and and like if you don't play video games, like it doesn't matter. But like I feel like this movie. Well, e- kind of... even still, I I mean, even still, I was thinking. So like, there's a there's a portion. There's a couple times when they they do things that like wouldn't necessarily be. They'd be like a cutscene in a video game or something like that. And I, I had a moment flash in my head. They're like eating ice cream or something like that. And yeah. I thought of oh, press E to eat ice cream or something like that. Because then you'd like enter a cutscene and your character would move a little bit more naturally and yeah. stuff like that. Now that being said though, there are points in the movie where like there's random people just like running into walls and like just randomly jumping in the background, I thought that was really a really clever addition. I'm not saying that the world didn't make sense for a video game because that did. You're saying the the format it's being used to make the characters do all the free form stuff. The real life people playing the video game did not translate at all to what they were doing in game. The only slight bit that they made any sense to of like, was when she said, there's not a button to kiss. Yeah. But then later on, later she, she does it, does it yeah. with... Any, so, like... The, like the, Turns out it's hotkey K. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It just... None of it... The I don't know. It's probably not that big of a deal, but, like... No, I mean, like... It's, after, it's like, after just watching a movie that did it so smoothly, yeah. it was really annoying to go to a movie that, like literally acted like they did not give two two cents yeah they did not care at all if it made any continuity if it they just didn't care they were like oh what do you how do you play video games you get on your computer you play on a laptop and boom you're inside of a video game and that's not how it works did lucasfilm do ready player one 
I mean, I, I don't feel like they did. I feel like they did too. Well, because but... I was thinking like 20, because this was 20th Century Fox. And I was thinking, I mean, if it was a smaller studio, like maybe Amazon Prime, not that they're necessarily small, but they're not like the older ones. Um, I feel like they would have put a little more thought into that. But no, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, though. though, because, yeah, she says, I don't know how to there's not a button to kiss or whatever. Yeah. And then later she does it. And I'm like, OK, well, either she figured it out or and then I'm like, well, how does that work? Did it <laughs> did he do it? And then her character like had to. Like it was like press K to kiss back or something. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a secret unlockable is what it is. Yeah. Ready <laughs> so Player One was Warner Brothers. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um. But yeah, that just felt. And I don't play video games. Yeah. And that was weird. Yeah. Exactly. As <laughs> yeah. somebody that didn't doesn't yeah. even play, it yeah. it felt off. And I place. was also watching them on their laptops in their room, and I'm like. Can you play that whole thing just with your keyboard? Yeah. Because she was doing, she was like, you could hear it, her typing uh-huh. on her keyboard. I'm like, is, is that all it takes? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, okay. and there were even times when like you would see the screen in the real world and their movements look very video gamey. Yeah. And then when it goes, act when you're actually in the video game, it's the more they're like. people. They're people. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly did not like the direction of showing them looking like video game characters from the real world. I didn't like that disconnect. Yeah. I, I didn't like that direction. Uh, I thought it was so, interesting. So when you're in the real world, it yeah. shows them playing the video game. Yeah. And it they they look like a video game character. So right. So fr- Free Guy, like... Yeah. But he, when we... I know what you're saying. S- and so I'm, and I'm curious, of, kind of going back to the conversation a second ago, I'm curious if maybe that was their, like, kind of get out of jail free card a little bit of like well when you're in the real world we have to have some like whatever that's called illusion of disbelief or whatever um maybe you you have to have this like okay well they're gonna look like a video game character they're gonna move like a video game character so you have to assume when they're in the video game they're gonna move like that too however we're in the video we're i know they don't i'm saying i'm thinking maybe that was their like way to explain it away however you're in the video game for 80 percent of the time yeah so that's that's you're more likely to get used to that so when you are out of the game it's like well wait why are they moving why are they looking like yeah this? it and, definitely threw me off the first time i saw them look video gamey yeah i was I, like oh I, they don't look like that i um, thought it was fine but my thing are one this is supposed to be futuristic and like this is a super advanced video game so it has to oh, be yeah really far in the future and like we already have graphics that are better than the graphics that they're showing (laughs) right uh, the real world showing the video game so like why don't we just go ahead and have them suspense of disbelief that's what it's called i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) i i yeah i totally got got what you were saying so like why don't we just have the graphics be so good that it looks like a real person so we don't have to have this weird animated versions of everybody and also, if you wanted to have this, like, we're not in full suits, like, moving our arms and, like, having full control over the body, uh, like we did in Ready Player One, why don't you have these actors act uh, slightly stiffer, like they're in a video game and don't have yeah 
a hundred percent control of their bodies. It's more of a eighty-eight. Well, no one ninety-two percent though. I mean, it would. I I wouldn't mind. I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind it of like yeah. a like a little bit stiffer because it's a video game. So like, I couldn't do that if it was eighty percent of us in the video game and they're all like keeping their arms parallel while they're moving. I'm I not, could I couldn't handle that. I'm not, our video games now have better control over that. Yeah, because it, it's supposed to make it look as natural as possible. But right, it, like I'm just saying. Yeah, like we needed something and they didn't give us any right. of it. They just gave us. We're in the video game and everything is 100% like real life. Yeah. And then we're in real life and the video game looks like it's a video game. Yeah. And so like there's a complete disconnect between the two and it's. So now kind of going to the other side of that. Anytime that we saw the real world character with the video game character. I, I loved it. I ate it up. Like there, I remember the guy's name, but the guy that plays Channing, Channing Tatum is in this. Apparently, that yeah. threw me for a yeah, loop. I thought too. that was great. But yeah, that whole ordeal and then the switching out from vo- voice yeah. to voice is good. When mm-hmm. that when it's the biker dude video game character and it's the little two yeah. little girls and she's like waste that mother or something like yeah. that. It's so good. yeah. I one hundred percent loved that mm-hmm. uh i loved the fact that we had uh pokimane and we had jacksepticeye and okay we they were Ninja. actual twitch streamers oh, 100%. Then, right? okay that i was curious about that. oh i was like i have no idea what you're talking about I, I, the, the I lady looks familiar yeah but uh, um she's one of the most famous twitch streamers and so I thought all that was really cool. The yeah. fact that they added all that in, it was just the other parts that made the gaming part of it unrealistic right. that made me upset. Yeah. But I did really like that part of it. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I'm a person that <laughs> games and because the people who were sitting, the people that were right to the right of us <laughs> did not act like they had played a video game every other life because they loved all of the weird stuff that had nothing to do with the video game stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like everything that I'm complaining about, they thought was like fine. Yeah. Cause I could hear them laugh and make comments. And like when I would like cringe a little bit because it was sure. weird, they were laughing. So like it may just be because I am somebody that is an active video game player and yeah. is in that world and, all of that doesn't feel natural. Yeah. That it makes me. Well, into, weird, I mean, we so. have, I would say you're between the three of us, you're probably the, you're the definitely the biggest gamer. And then I'd say I'm like probably average yeah. to under. And Tristan is not. It's every I'm crossing sometimes. Yeah. Well, she hasn't played New Year's. And so, so like, I, I think I I'm a little sometimes. bit, <laughs> I think I'm a little bit more forgiving when it yeah. comes to all of that. I, I understand it, but no, I don't think I'm I, a little more forgiving. Yeah, I, I, I get to you understand but yeah. like it's not as big of a deal right yeah um oh, i just had it now it's gone that Never was mind. my biggest biggest thing yeah, about the movie sure. and i do de- i do think that the movie is extremely corny and cheesy at times but like that's just the way movies are going to be sometimes it's the way so they're like, going to be sometimes yeah and i think a lot of my issues came from that and the fact that it's right i i said my biggest issues i i think already so yeah you guys got anything else before we? I don't think move so. Move over. Um, I guess I'll just say that I liked the um, I liked Buddy, 
that actor that played the security guard in the video game? I really like to think that all of them have really generic names. Like, I like that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. except for the the police officers all have at least at least that one does offer Officer Jerome or whatever his name is. I thought his name was Johnny. I, maybe that's it. I don't know. Did <laughs> something. Yeah, but because we have Guy, yeah. Buddy, and then I assume that like it's Lady and Girl and stuff or you know whatever. Yeah, I think that would be stuff. I don't know if all of them had generic, but like our main ones did. Yeah, and I thought yeah. that Buddy and and Guy. I liked was the really... friendship between them. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I thought, and yeah, the chemistry with them was good too. Yeah, through the ups and the downs. Yep. Yeah, okay. they were definitely both. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there we go. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know how much we're gonna have when it comes to spoiler because we've already talked about quite a bit. But uh, if you haven't watched this movie, we can go ahead and give our recommendations on whether or not to watch this movie. Trevor, what you got? Oh, absolutely. This was great. Sweet. Tristan? I actually think it's an easy skip. Easy skip? Yeah. I'm going to like not. I'm going to say no. Not feeling it? No. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's fun. And I think that's the that's the biggest takeaway of it is that it's fun and so uh if you want a movie that you can just get away and watch some fun i mean it's not like super emotional but it has a bit of it yeah um but yeah i think of it if you're looking for a a movie to get away from and just watch something entertaining for sure i think it's definitely that but it's i don't i think it has a lot of plot holes i think it's uh not very deep as a whole, but I, I do think it's fun. And so I think it's a, I, I was excited to watch it and I was excited watching it and I had fun watching it, even though I've probably talked too much about what I disliked, but <laughs> sometimes that happens. And sometimes I talk about too much that I like about it and I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's an entertaining movie to go see. So I did enjoy it as much as I talked about, as much as I've talked about what I haven't liked. I did enjoy my experience. So, so do so you is recommend it? A yes, it? Sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's enjoyable. Okay, yeah, it's, good. I, yeah, you were back and forth on the radar I was like, there, I buddy. I don't know what you're gonna say. <laughs> good. Okay, so uh, after that very confusing recommendations, uh, we're going to go ahead and cut it to break, then we will get into spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie yet, go ahead and uh, just go ahead and push the good old pause button and then come back after you have watched the movie. All right, and we are back. We're back. After that short little break. And we're going to go and get into spoilers. So I know this movie has a bunch of really exciting twists and turns. <laughs> oh, like yeah. <laughs> Buff Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. That nobody knew about until like two weeks ago. <laughs> well, he did that spot, doesn't he? Wasn't there an ad or a trailer? That's all I'm it? saying. Yeah, yeah. And that came out like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Which honestly did throw me for a loop. I was not expecting yeah. that at all. So he's huge in it. I honestly think they should have waited. And honestly, it doesn't look bad. Like as far as the CG goes. Uh, 
I mean, it's it doesn't it could have looked a no, lot worse. It doesn't look bad, <laughs> but it definitely doesn't look great. Right, right. But it does look there are funny. times that his face looked so weird. It does look funny though. That's yeah. what matters. Yeah, I like the sandy blonde hair. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and I like how <laughs> I I do I do absolutely love how he finally does quote unquote defeat. Yes, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I. It, it had to be something like that because they say the line, "His brain is only half developed" or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I guess and you're so, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely foreshadowing there. Mm-hmm. So I remember you saying that I think that the movie isn't very deep before we got into this, and I think it had an opportunity to be that, and they just didn't take it. Um, because the whole point of the blue shirt guy, free guy, yeah, is AI. Yeah, the whole point of it is, um, at least in the beginning, in the first act or whatever, is um, he he wants to level up, but he knows that killing and all the stuff, all the heroes, which why he calls them heroes, I don't know, but all the stuff that he that the heroes do, he knows is wrong, the the violence and the shooting and all that. So he says, "I'm going to be the good guy, and that's how I'm going to level up." And I thought that question of morality, of like even in this free city where you can do whatever you want where does the moral line start and stop is it okay and and i like that we got to see some perspective of like people outside of the game in the real world that were like yeah i think you know it really begs the question for that and what what is this and then there are other people that are like no the purpose of the game is to shoot and loot you know and so and when you don't get to do that then you're ruining the game and i i thought that was a much more interesting moral quandary than what we got which was our which was basically our ai people and do they have rights and are they worth saving or, or whatever you know and i know he there's the whole shtick about which was a little un, unbelievable um which was the the he's the first fully formed self-aware ai or something like that but like we have that now even we have ai that know their computers so like it's not really. I don't think we have an AI that's as intricate as what probably we've created not, on but screen. Yeah, or on this screen, right? That's fake. So, <laughs> right. But I, I, I did enjoy that moral discussion. Yeah, and which is what I think, in the end, was that uh, breaking point that I had talked about mm-hmm. of the employees versus the CEO. Yeah. But uh, what I didn't, what got old kind of quick though, is it seemed like every other person was like, "Yeah, I really like what Free Guy's doing, and he's so good looking." And I'm like, "Absolutely, Ryan Reynolds had <laughs> to put that in. There's no question about it." <laughs> I think it's it might even be because of the meme that's been going around. For, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and there's the, what there's just a really popular meme about like everybody, including like. Every straight male across the yeah. U.S. is just like has a crush on Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's a yeah, it's a TikTok trend. Yeah. So mm. like, because we're cool and hip, we're on TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna continue to go. With oh that. no, that was it. I'm so- yeah. sorry, but <laughs> I. I- I don't know. I I like AI discussion. Um, yeah. And so uh, I thought they handled it fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I thought that was a strong part of the story. Like I thought it was a solid part of the story, but I think they just failed on uh, some other aspects. And I mean, but at the end of the day, that's not what like this movie isn't meant to be deep. So like, right. I'm glad that they like had like that. There's what, a moment. That's what like yeah. drove the story along. Mm-hmm. But like that wasn't like this isn't ex machina. Like this is yeah. just a a thing that's kind of moving the story along. And uh, I don't know. I think it is good that they didn't like try to dig too deep into it because right it, when you dig too deep into AI stuff, it gets it, gets, it, it, it gets into some really gray moral stuff yeah, you, and philosophical if, stuff right. and like. Uh, and, and they even got into some stuff in this movie that was uh, a little deeper than they probably meant to of like, you have a creator and if that creator mm. is like created something in you, do you have purpose? And like, there, there are some humans really... across like yes. that's humanity. If we have the... a creator and, well, and like, like and what is that purpose? That's and... the stuff I enjoyed. And I think there's some, I think there's some quippy dialogue. Yeah. That helps land that home really yeah. well. There's, I, I wish I could. I, said, I, I wish I don't even know if they tried it too. I think they just accidentally stumbled upon. I don't know. I, I, I felt. I don't know. But I, there's a line in there. I wish I could remember it. But I think it's something like, even if I'm not real, that's the most alive I've ever felt. Yeah, or something like that. And yeah. and there's there's another that was between line in there. Buddy and guy. Yeah, and there's another. There's a oh yeah, buddy says the thing about even because because free guy I keep calling him free guy guy has the question to him like what do I do because like we're not real how do you feel about that and he's like well who cares like this moment that we're sharing yeah. right now this is real I'm sitting here helping my friend like that that stuff was I wish there was I may, I say I wish there was more but maybe if there was more then it would be then maybe it would have been spoiled a little bit. Like they would yeah. have overdone it. That, but, that's what I'm saying though. Like, yeah. I feel like it had a good amount of that and that that mm. was really good. And I wonder if it was just, I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like it may have been accidental to keep the story going because mm-hmm. you have to have conflict and you also have to have like a point where our protagonist is like fault. Like when he knows that he's not real, he has to have a fall off. He can't just be like, Oh, I'm not real. That's okay. I'm gonna keep going. Like he has to have some sort of like reaction. Yeah, yeah. And like that's what that whole arc is. And I wonder if like that was kind of just like a we're trying to get him to go back into it. And like right. he's having this existential crisis, and like we're accidentally going into something real here. With but like we're just trying to progress the story. But maybe right. it was like maybe that is a big sub, like. Sub right story or sub narrative right. or sub subliminal messaging <laughs> between the whole thing of like yeah. life can feel meaningless, but like we have to find meaning in life, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a subliminal message in this movie. <laughs> um, as we have a creator, and well, I mean, not saying that the director thinks we have a creator, no, but I, like, I understood. yeah, yeah, and you have to create meaning in your life because you can very easily just decide that your life is meaningless because whatever reason, I don't know. But like they definitely had that there. And I thought that was very interesting, but I felt like it was accidental Mm. just to keep the plot going. But I did like it a lot. Yeah. 
I thought they handled it well, is basically what I'm trying to say. Right. And, of course, I had another thing that came to my mind, and I just lost it. <laughs> I feel like there were too many, like... Like, I thought the point of this movie, going into it, was that there was a video game person who was, like, realizing that, like, themselves or whatever, breaking out of their yeah normal stuff. But then the real point of the movie is they're trying to prove that their stuff got stolen. Yeah. But then at the end, it's like a love story because they get together. I'm just like, what is the point of this movie? I totally agree. There was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, The creator of the game is stolen something. Um, Does AI have... Like, are they sentient, basically? Because they can choose mm-hmm. for themselves. And um, I had a third, but now I'm forgetting it. Well, there is that love aspect to it, too. But I think that's pretty telegraphed through it. There's the there's an interview where they say something like, they ask, yeah. are you two yeah. involved? Yeah, and she no. says, no, 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 we're just platonic. But, he, would... but he's looking at her. No, like, I... he's... We're I'm, saying that that's pretty like obvious that that was something that was going to happen. But I yeah, didn't expect it to be like, oh, at the end of the movie, they love each other. Like that's what you, that's what rom coms do. And I it it made it seem like a bigger point than it needed to be. Or I guess led I, I think on they showed me. it well. Uh, yeah, and I guess the way I thought of it was like. He he's talking about how he's the coder, and so if Free Guy was made by their code, he had some hand in that. And also, the thing I was going to say in non is he's wearing a blue hoodie or a blue shirt at the end of the movie, and I thought that was a good yeah. a good connection. Yeah, I I do think it was cheesy how it finally came out of like it may just be in my algorithm algorithm and in my code to say that i love you and that blah 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 blah, like that might be my creator i thought that was a little cheesy but i i think it was cheesy because i felt like it maybe not cheesy but i felt like it was so heavy-handed almost a little disheartening because i felt like it took away from him having his own choice anymore because then it's Mm -hmm. on his coding that he's yeah anyway the Trevor gave me a look right when I said that. Oh, sorry. No, I, I, I was like, yeah, that was like, yeah, like, that makes sense. That because was the like was the getting. whole point was him like artificial intelligence as he's like starting to make his own decisions. Right. And then at the very end of the movie, it's basically him just saying, I was made to love you. Go talk to the person. Like, so I felt. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So like, it's no longer free choice for him to do what he's doing because he's acknowledging that he was coded to do this so therefore there's no choices anymore it's all just a part of his code but But he does tell her to leave and if that's a part of his coding is is i'm supposed to love you yeah but also like i'm I'm aware of that now and i can step outside that boundary maybe yeah that's fair of like that is a part of my coding and i'm telling you that is a part of my coding but now I'm like stepping away from that coding. But I'm telling you, this feels like that was a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Makes fair. Sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I still felt like I had a, three things. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like I have a couple, and I keep like they keep coming to my brain, and I keep forgetting to say them. I just remember I had like three like undertones of the movie, mm-hmm. and I said two of them, and I couldn't think of the third, <laughs> which I had, but yeah, right. Anyways, um, I'm trying to think too. That's why it keeps getting quiet. I'm sorry. That's okay. I can just feel it with like random noises. Oh, okay. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) I do think Chinatown was really funny. I was gonna say yes, and this movie opens really strong too. I like the he he does the free fall, and there's that there's that track going Mm -hmm. in the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I think I'm not constantly surprised, but I I forget that Ryan Reynolds like he's a pretty good actor. Like I think he does oh, yeah. a good range of emotions in this. I mean, he never like gets sad, but like the stuff he does get is believable. And I really enjoyed that. Oh, and I like that they talk about on the out on the outside world, they talk about how like the barista tries through yeah. through trial and error to make a cappuccino and then somebody yeah. like wrote a book on like the patriarchy or like that th- mm-hmm. that little stuff I really enjoyed too. Yeah. There was something that Ryan Reynolds said that was like pretty too stereotypical and uh, pandering to the main audience, but I can't remember. Exactly was it when what. he drops the f bomb when he's saying good morning to the goldfish? No, oh. <laughs> no, there were that there was, was so unnecessary. Right, that is unnecessary, but that's also Ryan Reynolds. Right, yeah, there was something that he said that was like. Like you're just saying that to like cater to an. You're audience. just saying that because you're Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no, it was like a writer's thing. Like oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. the writers are just saying this to like pander to a certain audience of like, yeah. Ryan Reynolds stands. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have much more that you want to say about this, but uh, I don't think we've actually talked. To- at all about uh the huge references of this movie i am um, <laughs> we talked about it but not on the podcast yeah of one of the end fight scenes was very heavily uh uh reference uh, references influence no those are the right words okay. but basically well, all talking about the same thing Okay. I, I can't think of it either. But they're pulling from a lot of great Easter eggs. They're they got Easter eggs. Yeah. Making references. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's definitely a word I'm looking for, but that's okay. I'm not the best at finding <laughs> uh words. So uh they have the Iron Man shield, the lightsaber, mm-hmm. and the, Yeah, Chris Evans isn't we talked about y- yeah. both our theaters, I think, had applause <laughs> when Chris Evans showed up for that cameo. Lightsabers yeah. in cameos it. Por- is probably the it. word I was looking for, actually. Oh, so really? There you go. <laughs> yeah, cameos to other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, Halo tank is in this. Yeah, yeah. There were definitely stuff like that throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie that I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But then when the shield came out and we had the yes. Avengers music, bum 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 bum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Holy cow!" Someone shoveled out some money for this, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well. I- 20th Century Fox is owned by Disney now. Oh, oh. my word. Yeah. Forget you, Disney. <laughs> they didn't shovel any money. And that's out. why they would use the lightsaber too and the John Williams track. That's uh, really annoying. I thought all of that was like really funny. Yeah. First of all, I agree. like I thought that was great. 
Um, the only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that apparently this actually really pissed me off. A lightsaber. I know. He was using a lightsaber and buff guy. Yeah. Uh, buff Ryan Reynolds. I was able to block guy, it. Was able to block it, and he pulls out a Fortnite unicorn axe, axe. Yeah. and it literally shoved, like, hits him through a roof into the other ground. Yeah, you could block a lightsaber, but a Fortnite hammer. I mean, that's There's no match for a Fortnite hammer. That is just pure. <laughs> I don't give two shits about lore. Middle finger to Star Wars after such a like cool intro of the lights. Mm. Like the lightsaber intro was well because like, even everybody's like that's a lightsaber. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was pretty cool. And then yeah. like, nah, we're gonna have a Fortnite hammer do more because Fortnite was cool three years ago. Right. I mean, like, yeah, that couldn't have been a bigger middle finger to Star Wars fans. Yeah. And that was. Maybe why I'm going to rate this two stars lower than it should be. We'll see. Uh, I didn't recognize that that was the portal gun. I heard her say portal gun yeah. earlier in the movie. It doesn't but it look, didn't like, look like it. It. Does, it does not look like until it. that end scene with the three yes. claws. And he because yeah. he grabs them in the air with it. And I was like, that's a that's what the portal gun. And that's got. The, and then he shoots in their blue and orange. And I was like, oh, right. So, yeah. The first good. time I was used, I also, it did not look like it either. Yeah. And that could just be because maybe they're doing better uh, lore also, than I am. Uh, portal guns have to be used on flat surfaces. Uh, they can't <laughs> just be in the air. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, but they need I was to thinking. They us before they make a movie again. They should. Yeah. I am wondering if maybe they used Portal 1 or 2. I've only played Portal 3, and that's the... Is there a third? There's definitely a second one, and that's the best one. You've never played 3? Is there a third 3? I believe so. I believe... I believe. I mean, I wouldn't I be. I wouldn't be shocked, but I would be mildly surprised. I mean... Maybe... I know there's DLC for co-op in 2. I mean, maybe Portal 2 is all I played. It and is I the best one. Did it have Wheatley, the little British robot, in it? No. I'm. Yeah. No. I guess you're right. I played Portal Two. That's good because it's the best. I totally, At least that's what people tell me. I never played the first one. I totally thought. It was and Portal there's one thing that video gamers do: it's make assumptions about yeah. sequels being better. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sorry. Um, I was just wondering if maybe there was a different gun. In the Portal games, right. what I remember. Right. But it definitely did not look like a Portal gun the first time, but it did the second time. Agree. Yeah. And also, that works the wrong way, too, I think. Unless the Portal's already made. Sorry, I'm getting into it. No, Keep going. Okay. My bad. <laughs> um, and the the time that Buddy dies at the end, not dies, but like yeah. vanishes, was very cheesy. And the fact that they're sprinting and the whole thing is <laughs> and he just disintegrating. Stops. Yeah. Yeah, like just I was literally like, go doing this. I liked it. The bridge is disintegrating behind them and they're sprinting as fast as they can. And then it breaks between them. And then he can sit there and talk for 30 seconds. He wasn't scared anymore. We needed to know. I needed to know. But the bridge doesn't disintegrate anymore. I liked what he had to say. It just came at a really awful time. Yeah. And the fact that, like, okay, for the movie's sake, we're just going to stop the bridge from disintegrating just for 30 seconds so they can have their heart-filled conversation. But that happens all the time. I'm saying it's cheesy and stupid. We need to find better (laughs) ways to put this into movies. 
Like, yeah. find a better way to write this stuff into movies instead of inconsistently having stuff happen. Why don't you tell me how you really feel? I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should logically put things into movies instead of just doing it for the movie, like, for the development's sake. Logic? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I know. It's hard to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think we're about ready for... Uh, Spoilers! We just no. did spoilers for oh. about 30 minutes. Ratings. I think we're just about ready for ratings. Trevor, what you got? I have uh, four stars for this movie. Nice. Just on what you got? Two and a half. Okay. I'm not that far down. I think I might have three because I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I have a lot of unfortunately sad things to say, but I did enjoy it. I have yeah. something to say. Yeah. When I was in the theater... It was it was fun, like you've been saying. Like it was fun. It was kind of enjoyable. But I feel like there are just better, more fun movies that you could watch. Yeah. That's why that's why I'm how I am. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you the reason this isn't a five stars. I think it I think it pulls too much the movies we mentioned earlier, the Ready Player One and the uh Lego movie matrix and Lego movie. And yeah, I think, I think it pulls a little, like we've seen a lot of those things before. And so it was just seeing yeah. this again. Was and, that, not, and that's why I think it's a three. Ever, yeah. Is because it's, it, it has a lot of those same things, but it just, does, it doesn't do any, anything of those better than what those have already done. I like Other the com- than have Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. I, I like the combination of those four things together though. Yeah, uh, I like that all those tro- not tropes, but a lot of those original ideas from those movies in this movie worked well together. Can you imagine for a second though how crazy and bad this movie would have been if Warner Brothers took like the Space Jam two route with this and just tried to shoehorn in every single reference they could possibly think of? I, It'd be atrocious. I was not on the Space Jam. You 2 guys watched it though, unfortunately. Podcast. Um, but I don't know if I've seen a worse movie in the past two to three years than Space Jam 2. I Well, the audience score of Rotten Tomatoes would disagree with you. That's fine, because guess what? 80% of Americans are dumb, so... <laughs> yeah, and the ones that aren't, listen to this podcast. <laughs> all six of you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, eight of you are all very smart. <laughs> Yeah. Congratulations. I'm pretty sure we've <laughs> talked about our thoughts on Space Jam 2. Yeah, it's a few podcasts already. But we don't even have to mention it anymore. Yeah. It's just such a bad movie that it's just hard not to talk about. That's right. Can I give it zero stars? Yeah. Okay, that's what I do. Yeah. I mean, are there any. I wonder if there's any. I'm sure there are 0% movies out there, like on critic scores and things like on that. On Rotten Tomato. Or. Uh, yeah, around tomatoes, there's zero percent. Anyways, uh, that is it for today's episode. Next week, we'll be doing Night House. So we're getting into the horror part yes. of the year as we're getting to Woo. October. I'm so excited for this movie, and I'm going to be really upset if it's bad. Well. What's this one about again? Don't get It's excited. the Mirror House. Yeah. She Her husband dies. And she finds like his journal and stuff. Oh, and yeah. yeah. We don't have to get too much into it, but if you're into horror, next week we are, we are going to be doing Night House. Candyman is also coming out the week after that. Ooh. So we've got, like I said, two horror movies in a row. And if we get around to it, we might be doing 
pig or the green knight but like i've said for the past three weeks we were going to be doing that <laughs> and we haven't uh because things have been busy but uh that is what is for sure coming out next week is night house and maybe another episode if we get around to it um because we have all seen those two movies mm-hmm. it's just uh, about getting together and recording those so. oh pig and green knight yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but nonetheless Night House is coming out next week, so if you go to theaters, make sure to go and watch that if you're into horror movies, and we'll be doing a review on it. So, By the way, the last movie to come out with a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, actually there were three in 2020. It was John Henry, The Last Days of American Crime, and Hard Kill. So if you've seen them, yeah. hit us up, because I want to know if they really are that bad. <laughs> I'm sure they are. <laughs> um, well, anyways, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and cut it to our plugs. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us um, get new listeners. So when a new movie comes out and they search that movie, uh, we'll pop up. So, uh, if you like the podcast, just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it, and we will definitely give you a shout-out on the podcast. All right. Kick it to Trevor for the plugs. You can find Couch Critics on Facebook at Just the Couch Critics. You can find Couch Critics at Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places at T Landers Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song and Graham on Instagram at Graham Jarvis does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So see you guys next week.